Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. Thrilled to have you along with us this morning. If you're listening to us live and you miss us and you want to catch us on a podcast, if you uh, look up SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcast from, put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the Digit 4 Anti-Aging. These calls will pop up. They have now been archived back more than 11 years, 11 plus years, and just thrilled to have you along with us. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you wish to catch us live, if you dial into 712-775-8972, and when it prompts for the conference code, put in 910022, you can join us live. With that being said, for those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call at 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain, uh, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. When you're first starting out with that TR90 program, it is a good clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein, and at least three of those meals. That protein is really critical. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best, but if you're not able to do that, do take it with your meal. They'll still work. It's just they won't work quite as synergistically and effective as it would be if you could take it beforehand. Getting seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night, that your body does what I like to call a whole bunch of system resets while you're sleeping to really help set you up for making good decisions the next day, planning, and all of that. And it clears out toxins. There's a multitude of things that happens while you're sleeping. Drinking plenty of water to stay hydrated. The current thinking is at least one ounce of fluid for every two pounds you weigh. And the best fluid, of course, is water. But if you drink any other fluid, realize there are trade-offs and sometimes um, those trade-offs overcompensate for the benefits of the water, so do realize that. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of water daily. But if you're in a humid area or if you are exercising heavily, you'll need to increase that significantly to offset what you're losing in body moisture. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day, and the closer you can get them to their natural state, the better macronutrients, micronutrients, and fibers that will be in them. Uh, all three of those are very critical, but for good digestive health, guys need about 45 grams of fiber daily. Ladies, we need about 32 grams of fiber daily for the same reason, for that good digestive health. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise, at least five days a week. And if you get to be like Frank and Jennifer, they like they started a challenge many years ago that was part of a hashtag no days off. And once you get started, it's keeping it up is easier than dropping it and then trying to pick it back up. So making sure you get that 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise in is really a good habit to have, and it is a, another key part to this um, TR90 program. 
with that being said, today I'm sharing some information with you out of a book that is called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. And um, it was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And I'm going to share some side bits about sleep because sleep is one of those critical things that you really need to kind of have ready to go before you start your program because it really helps you. So for older folks, um, we know that the amount of sleep we need does not decrease with age, but the ability to sleep well does, and many older adults face particular sleeping challenges. For one thing, we don't realize that our body rhythms shift as we age, and as we get older, we feel the urge to retire sooner and wake up earlier. And unfortunately, you know, that's not the thing we need to do. Going to bed earlier is not a problem, but try staying, getting up at the same time. So things to do to get a good night's sleep. Oh, wait, I think I shared all this on Friday. Uh, so how to get a good night's sleep? Well, try to go to bed and arise at the same time each day. Sleep in a dark, cool room. You'll sleep more soundly when your body temperature is cool. Taking a warm bath an hour before bedtime, the resulting boost in body temperature will trigger a corresponding drop in body temperature a short while later, which helps to induce sleep. Um, make sure the bath isn't too hot, because that may call to cause difficulty falling asleep. If you exercise late in the afternoon, it should not be less than four hours prior to your regular bedtime. Like sleep, exercise will raise your body temperature and trigger a rise in temperature that will, but will keep it elevated near bedtime, making sleep elusive. Minimize alcohol consumption. While it may help you fall asleep, it actually will cause you to wake up um, because you'll be dehydrated and um, there's a number of things. Avoid caffeine 8 to 12 hours before bedtime. It can stay in your system for about 12 hours. Even decaffeinated coffee can cause sleeplessness in some people. Don't eat dinner too close to bedtime. A late evening meal can affect your ability to sleep. Complex carbs can boost serotonin levels in your brain, which in turn help you relax and help it do sleepiness. If you do have an evening snack, make it a complex carb, like a slice of toasted whole wheat bread with some peanut butter or avocado. Be careful about the supplements you use to promote sleep. Well, the herbal supplement valerian is touted to make you sleepy. Studies have been inconclusive, but also avoiding the herb kava kava, which may have several, which has. There have been several reports of liver damage with that particular herb. Um, side note, studies of Okinawa and Japanese elderly highlight the synergy between lifestyle and sleep health. These studies suggest that exercise, walking, Short naps and a healthy diet were important factors in good sleep habits. A 20-minute nap during the day can be beneficial. 
try melatonin as a melatonin is a hormone that is produced by the body to promote sleepiness and can help reset your internal clock. Thus, you can overcome jet lag or temporarily, temporary sleep difficulty. A dose of 0.1 to 0.5 milligrams should be enough a day. Check any medications that you are taking to make sure they don't interfere with sleep. Calcium channel blockers like Cardesium and Procardia, as well as steroids, decongestants, and some pain relievers can interfere with restful sleep. Some people find that an open window and or a fan in the room helps them to sleep. Circulating air and a steady drone of a fan can be sleep-inducing. Do you love your pillow? Great pillow is a great encouragement for a good night's sleep. Invest in a new one if you're spending your nights punching and rearranging the one you have now. Drink some warm milk before bed. Milk and dairy products contain tryptophan, a natural sleep enhancer. Turkey does too, by the way. Throw out the cigarettes. When smokers go to bed, they may experience nicotine withdrawal, which has been linked with the difficulty of falling asleep. And the last one is to let the sun shine in, as sunlight is an essential element in helping us to synchronize our body clocks. Leave your sunglasses off after 8 a.m. And with that, um, I'm going to share a couple other side tidbits that might be helpful in the sleep arena. Putting aside time in the early afternoon to nap appears to help older adults compensate for the sleeping problems that tend to occur with age. New research, research shows U.S. investigators found that people between the ages of 55 and 85 who had the opportunity to nap between 2 and 4 p.m. performed better on tests of mental ability and had little trouble falling asleep at night. Older adults who took naps got an average of one hour or more of sleep each day they napped, giving them more than the seven hours close and close to the average for young adults. Even our babies are not getting enough sleep, and according to a sleep poll of more than 14,000 parents and others who care for children by the National Sleep Foundation, infants average about almost 90 minutes less sleep in a day than the 14-hour minimum that doctors recommend. <clears throat> the poll also reported that toddlers on average at least two hours a week less than less, and preschoolers more than four hours less than the minimum sleep that they need to function at their best. And high schools should consider later starting times about one hour later than usual to accommodate for the teen's biological clock. Some universities, such as Duke, have already done this, eliminating 8 a.m. classes. Experts are beginning to recognize the close connection that stress, substance abuse, and lack of sleep have on the increasing prevalence of depression in college students. And with that being said, uh, tomorrow I'll actually be picking up and we'll, and we'll be starting in a section about uh, exercise and how to really get your 
itself uh, off to a fabulous start. With that, this is Susan Mann from Portland, Oregon, signing out. I want to wish you a great day. Remember to get your 30 days of exercise, or 30 minutes of exercise in. It's um, really critical. And with that, I'm going to take us off mute. And if you have any thoughts or comments, I surely welcome them at the top of the hour. If you scoot over to Facebook One Team Global Live, one of our illustrious leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new business if that's something you're interested in. So there we have it, my friends. Why sleep is important. Well, hope you found that enjoyable. And if there's no other thoughts or comments, I'm going to take us off of the uh, recording, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>